I've been a, a employee of Sullivan County for over 10 years, and I've seen that's where my mission really started is when I really started working for the county and I see the dysfunction and I see the waste. I work in a county office, obviously, every day, and I just feel that I can make a difference. I know what it's like. I have a different perspective coming as a teamster and as a county worker that I have seen things that people just coming in, obviously, that don't work for the county don't have that insight that I will bring to the legislator. We, we live in a rural area. Rural health care access is a critical concern amongst our residents. We're talking about services that may be shipping out to Middletown, and which is nice for the folks who are living down in the southern part of the county. But if you live in Roscoe, you live in Livingston Manor, that's a long, far trip to go into Middletown. So what initiatives do you propose or thoughts you have on residents in remote areas of the county to make sure they have access to quality health care services? I think that we would have to try to do something to recruit more doctors, maybe keep doctors' offices open. I know there the hospitals in Calicoon. We need to keep, obviously, the one in Harris opened and keep the services running for all the outlying areas. I lived in Newland for many years. My uh, family lives up in Jeffersonville in the outlying areas, so I know that it is a, a journey to get to any medical facility. So I think that's something that we really have to explore I don't have the facts right here, but I would certainly be in favor of uh, whatever it would take to increase and to make the health services better for uh, all the, the citizens of the county. Now, Sullivan County relies heavily on tourism. We were the home of, of Woodstock. How do you plan to boost tourism, but still address some of the concerns I've been hearing uh, from residents who might be impacted by the increased visitors' traffic post-pandemic? Yeah, that's a problem because we have to make sure that we have the infrastructure that we keep our roads up and that we have places for the people to stay. It's like you want to invite them here. You want them to, to share our beauty and our natural resources that we are. And I think that we have to be considerate of our residents that live here so that we can strike a happy medium. Let's get the tourism here. Let's share our beauty. But on the other hand, let's be fair and take care of our uh, residents that are full time here. So that would be something I'd have to explore, really get into and see what our options are. You work for the county clerk's office. So you've seen the recent booms that we have in housing booming. We had a recently pre-pandemic a little bit and really post-pandemic. But there is a yes. scarcity of, of affordable housing and housing developments in rural areas, especially for, yes. say, low-income families. Um, how do you plan to ensure that continued accessibility to housing for all residents of Sullivan County? That is a concern. That's a big concern. And every day I see that that prices of houses, how they've gone up dramatically since COVID and the inventory is very low. That really is going to be a town by town issue. Each town would have to handle that in their own way because of zoning and their own um, town codes. But as a legislator and as the whole legislator, um, as a group, we need to really look into what we could do working with the towns. The, the zoning in Highland would be different than Bethel or Village or whatever. We really need to have meetings maybe and go and see what we can do as far as on a town-by-town -town basis. Sullivan County has one of the highest opioid overdose rates in the state outside of New York City. Uh, do you believe the county is currently taking enough action to address the issue? And what additional measures do you think uh, could be implemented? I think that you can never do enough. I think more 
more is more. We really have to put everything we can into it and develop new programs, look into more funding, whether it takes more help from the state or the federal government, whatever we have to do to get more funding here or to really get more education and more programs going forward. We have to educate our youth and try to steer them in the correct path so that we don't that this it, it's a horrible epidemic. It really is. And I think that education is going to be a big part of going forward with trying to keep our, our young people from getting involved in that. In the recent years, there's been really a noticeable increase in public disagreements and infighting among the members of the Sullivan County Legislature. Uh, as we look to the future, and if you want to get voted in, uh, what steps do you think do you want to take to address that issue and foster a better cooperation among your fellow legislators? I think we all have to try to work together. We have to reach across the aisle, whether you're a Democrat, Democrat or Republican or an independent. We have to try to all work together for the betterment of this county. The infighting and the arguing, it, it's, it, it can be embarrassing. I work for the county, and I think that we have to, at some point, unify and try to find common ground to work for the betterment of our county and try to do what's best for the voters. Now, if Rob Doherty is running for re-election, and if he's voted in, most likely he will like to be the chairman again. If you're elected and he's on the board, would you elect him as a uh, chairman? I, I don't even know if I'm going to be elected and I don't even know if he's going to be elected. So I really I can't really answer that, honestly, because I don't I don't I don't know what's going to go down. there. I don't know. Right. I don't have. Let's see what happens. I'm asking for the voters to have faith in me to do the right thing. And I, I believe that will happen. But I don't know how, I, how if he's going to get elected or if I'm going to get elected. I so really can't answer that. Honestly, I'm sorry. Now, say you're running for District 2, you're running against Nadia Reich. Uh, Why should voters vote for you over Nadia? I think I can bring a different perspective. As I said before, I am a county worker. I'm a teamster. And that would be a first. As far as I know, I don't think anybody's ever become a legislator from the Teamster unit. And like I said, I share a different perspective. I see what goes on. I'm a lifetime resident. I've lived here my whole life. My family's been here for five generations, invested here. My children are vested here. My grandchildren are here. And I think that it's time for change. A lot of times politicians get in seats and they think they own that seat. You don't own that seat. It's That's why we have elections. And I think that term limits are a good thing. And I think that sometimes a change can be a good thing. And I hope to bring something positive to the legislator, legislature. And I will reach across the aisle and I will work with everybody. And I will be a positive force. We're talking to Joanne Jasper, running for District 2 legislature. Thank you so much for joining us on the program and letting us know your reasons for running. We do really appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time and have a great day. For Radio Catskill, I'm Patricio Rubio.